0: Hey friends, it's Jess. Listen, it is officially November. It is officially the month where, here in the United States, we're getting ready for Thanksgiving. And we are taking this opportunity to talk a lot about gratitude and what you're grateful for. Before we dive in, I've got my team coming in to share a few things that they're thankful for and even a little bit of the details of what their gratitude practice looks like. But first, I wanted us to just dive into some big picture thoughts about thankfulness and gratitude and why it's important. Here's the first thing. I love when all of culture is agreeing with something that is actually a kingdom principle. And again, here in the United States, we're about to hear a lot of people, at least on one day, hopefully, share what they're thankful about. And the whole culture, everybody is agreeing like, okay, it's wise to be thankful. But for us as kingdom women, there is so much more to this than just listing a few things that we are happy about, right? Gratitude is spiritual warfare, and I've actually started a little campaign on Instagram called Fight for Thankful. If you want to use that hashtag with me, you're welcome. I'm posting one thing every day this month that I'm thankful for, and the reason why I want to take the whole month to highlight this work in our lives is because noticing what God is doing and using our mouths to proclaim it is absolutely one way that we move the kingdom of heaven to earth, that we bring God's glory and we highlight it and we magnify His goodness and His faithfulness in our lives. Gratitude is so much more than just a soft and sweet act that we do, right? It's worship, it's spiritual warfare. It's how we combat the darkness. It's how we combat defeat. It's how we counteract discouragement. And it's how we push against this lie that God isn't worthy of being trusted or that He's not up to good things in our lives. So a few questions that I think are helpful for us to all think through is, number one, when we are practicing gratitude, who is it that we're thanking? If we're just putting things out into the world, out into the universe that we're happy about or, again, that have come to us, that isn't really specifically worship. But when we look at the gifts and the blessings— in our lives, and we say, thank you, God, for this grace that we don't deserve, whether it's coffee or your family or some way He's moving or the weather or something beautiful you noticed, you're taking a moment to honor and worship the God who created the universe in your very midst. Who are we thanking this month? I think that feels really important to think through. Number two, I think a good question for us to ask is how does gratitude affect our faith and how does our faith affect our gratitude? For me, my faith gets the hands and feet of real life put on it when I start to notice and capture and proclaim what it is I see God up to. It really compels my faith. That reminds me of God's goodness, and it also gives me a chance to testify and even evangelize to some degree about what God is up to. But how my gratitude is affected by my faith is also really interesting. Because again, I'm not noticing light or temporal things at all times for no reason other than my own joy. I'm noticing them because I've seen the hand of God move over many seasons and in hard moments and in beautiful moments. And I've noticed that this is true about God, that He is worthy of being trusted and worthy of being worshiped. Because this is the Go and Tell Gals podcast, another important question I think we need to ask is, how does gratitude affect our mission? We exist to equip and encourage you in your God-given mission and whatever it looks like for you to use your gifts for the good of others and the glory of God. And gratitude affects our mission because it enables us to live out Psalm sixteen six that says, the boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. And so to look down at the places of your ministry, whether it's your motherhood or your work or anywhere you use your God-given gifts and say, this is where I see Him moving, it enables you to experience contentment. And also a passion to honor those gifts and keep using them with more intention. And then lastly, what if we don't feel like being thankful? Well, I would say then it's all the more time to practice gratitude. I would say if we just are happy all the time, where we're in a really easy season and it's easy for us to capture what's good, awesome, but Even more so, if we are in it, if you are struggling, if you're experiencing discouragement or defeat, this is when it gets so good, when we start calling out God's blessing and goodness and faithfulness right where we're at. It's beautiful. That being said, if you are in a happy and light season, bless you, bless you, bless you. But if you're anything like me, sometimes in easier seasons, I forget to thank God. Sometimes in easier seasons, I forget to practice my gratitude, and I start just thinking, oh, I've done all these good things, and now it's going good for me, which is not necessarily the gospel. Every good thing I have comes from the Father of lights. And so to declare that even in a beautiful season or even when the fruit is pouring in is one way that we can absolutely worship God. We're going to turn now to a couple of questions. You're going to hear me ask the questions, and you're going to hear my team answer some of them. And I'd encourage you to maybe answer them as well yourself. Question number one, what is your gratitude practice like? My team's going to answer this in a second, and I will too. But just so you know, I often ask this question with coaching clients. It's one of the first things I might often ask, especially if they're discouraged, because if we don't have a set rhythm to practice our gratitude, we might have a hard time living in thankfulness all year long.
1: Hi, friends. It's Anna. So I actually really love this question. About a year or so ago, I heard Jess say something that she was not intending. For this to happen, but it actually really convicted me. She said something along the lines of, if you don't have a rhythm of thanking God, how will you know when you got what you prayed for? And that just has really stuck with me. And so for me, having a gratitude practice, it doesn't have to be anything formal, but it is taking time. I mean, kind of every day to really count the fruit and look at what God has done. And so for me, a lot of times that just looks like over dinner with either my husband or whoever I'm having dinner with, sharing like good and bad parts of our day. Some people do this and call it like peaks and pits or something. But for me, it just really gives me an opportunity to think back and out loud say like great things that happened or sometimes even hard things that happened. But I think that gratitude can be found in both of those things. And so that's probably my most like practical way that I practice gratitude. Hey, Hensley here. My daily gratitude
2: practice has changed, and it's evolved, and it's been something that I have tried to take more seriously, especially in the past year. Um, but for me, a lot of that goes into my prayer life, and it goes into spending intentional time thinking Jesus for what He's given me and the fruit around me. Sometimes it's in a journal and I get to write it down plainly and see it with my own eyes, which probably is my most ideal way of spending time in gratitude every day. And sometimes it's just me in my car and I am just praying and being grateful in that moment, even if it's just a fleeting moment. There are a lot of things that I set up to do to spend time in gratitude every day that sometimes i don't follow through with it's something i would love to continue to grow and evolve in but another thing that i do is i make really quick lists on my phone just quick quick gratitude list nothing fancy but visually that helps me a lot just bring that gratitude into the rest of my day
3: my gratitude practice is not as straightforward as i would probably like to say, but ideally it would be part of my like morning routine where I would like wake up and actually be able to like list all the things I'm grateful for. But realistically, one thing that was so helpful when I was in counseling, I would like talk about waking up really anxious. And a big thing that really actually helped was immediately when I woke up in my head, I would able to like list out all the things that I'm grateful for. And I was able to like kind of talk to Jesus through that rather than my immediate thing. Because a lot of times we like, the first thing we do when we wake up is grab our phone. And it was like too much for me. And I think like we lose out too in a lot of the beauty that surrounds us that we forget about. So I would able like, I'm so, you'll hear me talk a lot about my home and I love my home. But I would wake up and be like, I'm so grateful of like the house that I live in, the birds that I can hear chirping, like the way the light comes through my windows. And that would like really settle my soul and like prep me well for the day. Kind of fell out of that habit. But every once in a while when I feel like really in a like deep place or like feeling a little bit like dark, I know that's like a pretty quick fix but in terms of that also is like when I'm running or when I'm on walks and like I've slowed down a lot more and been like really grateful for the tiny things that we take advantage of or like you know the fact that like I'm on a run and like I'm so grateful that I have a body that like gets me where I need to be and that even like for the eyes that like I can see things that not everybody else can see so that's been just like really cool. To stop and like, cause you have to make it an active practice or you forget and you like don't actually get to think about all the ways that like God is working in your life. If you fast forward five years and you never sat and wrote down the things that you were one praying for and then really grateful for, like, yeah, it would still happen. But like, I think your heart would be in a such a different place. Hey friends,
0: it's Jess. Okay, what does my gratitude practice look like? So every day I do something that my husband, Sort of named. It's his idea. He calls it GPS, just like, you know, the GPS in your car. So you know where you're at, you know where you're going. And when we do GPS on a daily basis, we do gratitude, that's G, prayer, that's the P, and scripture. And so every day I have a folder on my iPad. And when I have my time with God, That's what I do first. So I usually try to list five things I'm grateful for every single morning. Sometimes that list spills over into more. And sometimes it's a little simpler. Sometimes I have to really sit with it and speak life. I will say almost always coffee is on my list because I'm usually having my coffee while I'm doing my GPS. I often then will maybe start naming some things about my family or work that happened or things that happened the day before. But that's what my daily
4: gratitude practice looks like. So excited to talk Thankfulness and gratitude. I really think that gratitude is a game-changing practice, especially I've seen my entire level of posture and joy to really change when I am counting the fruit, looking for gratitude, because with things that I'm thankful for, I find ways that God has moved, and it is just so encouraging to me. So my gratitude practice is pretty specific. Every single night, I have this note on my phone, and I call it miracle material, because when I'm counting things I'm thankful for, what I'm really trying to look for is ways God has moved, like miracles that have happened, and I'm also trying to consider everything a miracle. So on my miracle material list, every single night before I go to bed, or at least I try every single night to do this, is I look back on my day and say, "Like God, show me the miracles, and I write down everything in the list. And I've been keeping these lists going, I think for about five years. So I have like five years of lists that are so precious to me, but the lists include everything from running into a friend at coffee to deep things like freedom to a good small group or listening to good music on an airplane to making fresh coffee or a nice rainy day. Things can range from big and little on the list, but this practice has really changed my life. Another way that I've been doing it for the past few years, if you follow me on the internet, I like to do this thing that I call like life where I post something that I liked about life. And it's kind of like a low pressure thing, the way to count gratitude.
0: Number two. What does it look like for you to practice your gratitude out loud?
1: I think for practicing gratitude out loud, again, similar to my first answer, I think we don't have to overcomplicate it. I think all it comes down to is finding people that you feel like you can be yourself with, that you can be vulnerable with. So that could be a spouse, that could be a friend or a roommate or someone who's in a small group with you and someone who you just feel comfortable being able to have a rhythm of saying things that have happened in your life. I also think that language is really important. So a very practical thing. I haven't always heard people say to other people, I'm thankful for you or I'm grateful for you. Obviously, I grew up saying please and thank you and having manners, but I think that language really matters and is really important. And so that's something that I have personally started practicing is when I'm talking to someone I love or when someone does something really helpful for me or something really meaningful for me, instead of just saying thank you, I'll literally say, I am so grateful for you or I'm so thankful for you. And I think that that's just one really practical way to put some gratitude in your words and say it out loud. Practicing gratitude
2: out loud has been something that I've been challenged by with people in my community in my church specifically. That's something that is just embedded into the culture of worship that we have. People are always counting the fruit. They're always being grateful and are always encouraging that in one another. And so I think I've seen it modeled so well that I've tried to incorporate it in my life more. But for me, that looks like counting the fruit with my husband. It looks like getting away for a weekend every year to vision cast and reflect on the past. And that is writing down what we're grateful for from that past year. That also looks like counting the fruit with my team, counting the fruit with my community group at church. I think it can be something that when it's modeled for you, It's so, so encouraging and really helpful for you to be able to do it on your own. But also it's really important to count the fruit and list all of the things that you're grateful for out loud and in a group too, and to hear other people testify and for other people to hear you testify about the goodness that they've experienced. Practicing gratitude out loud,
3: I don't know why it feels like a very difficult thing, but yet like we swap and complain about things out loud all of the time. And shocking, I actually naturally am pretty critical. So I can like complain about a lot of the things, the way things are, you know, practicing gratitude actually changed the way that I spoke, but I don't necessarily feel like I am, explicit on like, here's it out loud. Here I am telling my friends or in my community of like things that I'm grateful for. But I think what it looks like is just like you being able to like open up about the things. Like I was talking to my roommate and I was able to be like, oh yeah, in 2020, like I was praying for a roommate. I was praying for this, my job to look like this. I was praying for these things. And now that I get to look back and I can actively like be like oh god I saw you here I'm like so grateful that here and I think it's like changing the conversation too but not in this like annoying of like oh let's see Jesus but at the same time yes like you know you can be like oh well like this restaurant's taking forever and whatever and I have to wait and I actually started like praying during those spaces of being like all right god like I don't know what you want to teach me in these waiting periods but I'm really frustrated And I was able to just like start saying things that I was more grateful for, which changed my heart posture, which changes the way that like my actual mouth moves when I speak to other people.
0: All right, friends, it's Jessica. Here's what my practicing gratitude out loud looks like. I would say I do this in two different ways consistently and I try for a third way as much as I can. So the first way I do it, consistently I practice gratitude out loud is with my family, and that is that most times when we're having a family dinner, we'll just ask everyone, hey, what's something you're thankful for? What's something that good happened in your day today?" We also balance that out with what's something challenging happening right now? How can we be praying for you? The second way I try to do this consistently is with every team that I'm a part of leading. So for me specifically, that looks like the Go and Tell Gals team and my Bright City team. And anytime we're gathered for some vision casting, some planning, some dreaming, we always start with counting the fruit. In fact, in November, I do a team retreat for Go and Tell Gals, and I also do a staff retreat for Bright City. And we have one whole session of each of those retreats set aside to counting the fruit. And in that, we just name all of the things that God has done in our midst as a team or in our personal lives that year. It's a really helpful practice for teams. The last way I really want to more consistently practice gratitude out loud is just thanking God for people and doing it in front of them. And so by that, I mean like, hey, can I pray with you? Can I thank God for you? Can I write you a letter and tell you how I see God moving in your life or how God's encouraged me through you? But just going to individual people and practicing gratitude for them in front of them so they know how much they mean to me.
4: A few ways that I practice gratitude out loud would be that like life practice has really changed my life of looking for ways specifically in my days that I like about life has been really helpful. Materialist is super helpful. I also think saying it out loud in community is really a game changer because you can put it. On display for everyone to celebrate together and we're made for community and that's really helpful in like a small group like coffee with a friend saying these things out loud feels really important to celebrate each other and also encourage a culture of gratitude in your community number three what
0: are you thankful for this year
1: i'm thankful for a lot of things But two things specifically I want to share is first, a very boiled down practical thing. I, this year, I'm really thankful for books. I started really digging into reading, especially fiction books this year. And that has been just very unexpected and life-giving. And I have just found so much enjoyment in that. And so I'm just really thankful for books and authors who are using their words to write fun stories to read. Another kind of bigger idea that I'm thinking through, and as we're talking about having a gratitude practice and practicing gratitude, about this time last year, our team went on a retreat, and one of the sessions was specifically about counting the fruit. And in that session, we each went around and said things that we were kind of like praying for, hoping for, for this upcoming year specifically. And so I just went back and found that exact list and counted. And I had listed out 10 or 11 things out loud that I was praying for the year ahead. And looking back at that list, I can like very clearly see that nine of those things have happened. One of them is like halfway done. And so for me, that is just, again, like that is the power of having a gratitude practice and writing things down and saying things out loud is being able to go back and look at that list and see just... The huge moves that God has made. It goes back to that same saying about if you don't have a rhythm of thanking God, how will you know that you got what you prayed for? So that has just been a huge blessing to me is looking at that list and seeing nine of those 11 things accomplished.
2: Wow, I am so grateful for so many different things this past year. It has been a year of fulfilled promises in my family. It has been a year of really tangible answered prayers and a lot of really cool visible and seen moments with God. Specifically, one big thing that I'm grateful for this year is just the community that we have around us, the people that we get to do life with. It's such a blessing, it's such a gift. And this time last year it was something that I was really struggling with and something that I was really really asking God for was just people around me that could be like family and just intimate community in the kingdom. It was just something that I was really, really longing for and feeling a lack of. And now just a year later, it's crazy how much has changed, how God has solidified friendships and built community out of nothing. Really beautiful to be a part of, especially after longing for it for a time. And it always makes me think about, We can't count the fruit unless we're reflecting. And it's really hard to be grateful if we can't look back. And so that's something that I have to do yearly, monthly, as often as I can, is just really remember and think about all of the answered prayers around me and all of the things that I'm grateful for that I've longed for. And sometimes it can be difficult to relive some of those hard seasons but I think it's always important to reflect so that we can be grateful and that we can move forward and that we can remember that God is a God of answered promises and that we have to trust him and we get to keep being faithful and get to keep walking with him in the mystery in the love and in gratitude. The things I'm grateful for this year,
3: that list could go on for actual miles, which I will even bring up my phone to my list. I think that just starting even in terms of this job, like this job is new in the last year i am so grateful. I have four sisters who I am so close to. And even in that, in the individual relationships that I have of my four sisters, like those have grown in such unique ways that that alone is, I'm so grateful for that. I'm grateful for my niece and my nephew's I'm grateful for the home that I live in and that I have eyes that are creative and hands that are able to create what my eyes see. And I'm just super grateful for the spaces that I get to occupy and the places that I get to be in, places that I didn't necessarily expect to see myself in. And I'm so grateful for the community that God has given me and for That curiosity that I think is easy to numb for us to ask questions, that curiosity that just kind of like brims inside of myself. Yeah, I'm really grateful for my teammates here with Go and Tell Gals and that we have a space that we can like come together and really just talk about the deep and hard and the amazing things that God is doing in our lives. Yeah, I mean, overall, I could write a book this year with how grateful I am for so many different things. What am I thankful
0: for this year? Goodness gracious. Let me try to hit the big ones and maybe a few small ones too. I'm really grateful for my husband and my family. I feel like our family unit is really growing up. (laughs) We're really experiencing a new season of life together as our kids get older and start driving and having their own schedules and lives. And I often just have a day where I look around at my teens and I'm like, man, I like y'all. I like hanging out with you guys. I like I like this family that God is building. I'm really thankful for our church, Bright City. This year, I went off staff at Bright City, and I just kind of lead and shepherd and pastor as Nick's wife and as an organic member of the church. And that's enabled me to experience the life of the church in a new way. And I think I've been able to see how much hope and help it brings as someone who's not on staff. And our church has gone through a lot this year. A lot of our people have gone through a lot this year, and I've just been so grateful to see how they've loved each other well. I'm really thankful for my doctor. I have a new thyroid doctor who's been helping me with my autoimmune disease, and that's been really illuminating this year. I'm very, 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 very thankful for our house. If you've listened to the podcast before, if you've followed me on social media, you might know we were out of our house for three months this year due to some minor renovations gone wrong. And so now that we are back in our house every single day on my gratitude list, I say thank you, God, for the provision and blessing of this house. And I will say I'm very thankful for the Go and Tell Gals team. We have experienced so much growth as a business this year, but more than that, we have really experienced beautiful relational growth this year, and I'm so blessed to say I work with four of my very closest friends who I just trust with everything I've got and who I really want to cheer on to all God is doing in their life. Lastly, I'm thankful for self-tanner because this year I discovered a self-tanner that works for me and that is called Salty Face and I really like it and you can look it up online. But I feel like, you know, it's making me feel a little brighter, especially as winter approaches.
4: (laughs) A few things I am thankful for this year. So also every year, what I try to do is make another list. I like lists, if you can't tell, like victories that God has won in my life that year. And that's another way that I practice gratitude. But that's kind of like a look back on the year of like, God, like, what did you win? Like, what did you do? How did you move? That's another way I count the fruit. But specifically this year, I am just feeling so grateful And I just cannot believe all that God has done. And I love November and I love year end because we get to take a moment and just capture it. But I think first, I'm just so grateful for all the time spent with my family this year. We don't live in the same city anymore, but I feel like we're really connected and My dad came a lot to Charleston this year because the next thing I'm really grateful for is God truly worked a miracle in my life and gave me a house to renovate, which was crazy and the most miraculous journey and creative project I've ever worked on in my life so far. And so my dad was here a lot for that. And we got to work on the house together and make it into this beautiful oasis and I love it so much. And if you would have told me last year at this time that in the following year, I would be renovating house. I would say, you're joking. That's not happening. So you never know what God can do. And I'm so grateful. I also really liked running this year. I love running last year. Running has just been such a great outlet for me. I'm also so thankful for my community in Charleston. I feel like I have found these wonderful women, these wonderful people and I really think the Lord is going to do something and is doing something as we speak in my community here in Charleston, South Carolina. And I came moved here a year and a half ago, and I knew no one besides Jess and Anna from the internet. <laughs> so, and now I just have all these wonderful people that I'm so grateful for. So if you're listening, you're one of those people, I'm so grateful for you. I also really liked, on top of my house, again, I loved like picking paint colors, which actually was kind of stressful, but it was really fun. That was a really fun thing to do. And wallpaper, I'm really thankful for wallpaper. It just brings me a lot of bliss. Another deep thing I'm thankful for is I found a really amazing therapist and an amazing spiritual director this year, which was such a win, to just help me keep growing and keep falling more in love with God, which has been super helpful. And I'm also just thankful for like the little ways of my days. I'm so thankful for The sunset spot at the end of my street that I walk to a lot of nights and just the meals that I shared with friends and the morning spent on my porch praying and all these like little in-between moments where God met me. I'm just so thankful for them all.
0: Hey, gals. Thanks so much for joining us on this episode today. Listen, I would be so honored if you want to join us in using this hashtag fight for thankful. If you are new to a gratitude practice or you just want to take it out to the streets and shout what God's doing in your life, if you need an extra oomph of spiritual warfare, this is for you. Use the hashtag on social media wherever you post. Post what you're thankful for. I would love to see it. If you want to tag me in it or just use the hashtag, I'll try to catch every that I can. God is mighty in you. Let's keep fighting for thankfulness in our lives, not just this month, but all year long. We love you.